learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, Season 4, Episode 12. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Lindsay Vertner. In 2007, a fatal car wreck had multiple medics pronouncing Lindsay brain dead and paralyzed. Amongst a multitude of injuries and battling to live, Lindsay acquired a rare outlook on life. As a personal development coach, she uses her unparalleled perspective to push her clients towards success. As the founder of Lindsay Vertner LLC, she is devoted to helping leaders to create a life full of purpose, balance, and happiness by empowering them to practice self-care while creating boundaries, to prioritize their goals while avoiding burnout and overwhelm, and to gain personal growth while healing limiting beliefs. As a nonprofit co-founder of The Unleashed Woman, Lindsay helps to support and uplift women through empowerment and networking events. Looking to help clients in all areas of their lives, Lindsay partnered with Max Credit Score to become a credit building expert, helping clients to reach credit scores of 700 or higher. As a captivating speaker and leadership consultant, not only does she motivate and inspire her audience, but she challenges and encourages them to lean on her and take action immediately. Lindsay serves by speaking life into others by utilizing her inspirational experiences to provide practical and actionable tips. She facilitates private workshops in the areas of leadership development, stress management, and time management and productivity. Authoring her forthcoming book, When Great Isn't Good Enough, Lindsay aims to help readers turn their losses into lessons. With a master's in professional counseling and coaching, Lindsay is a graduate of both Indiana University and Liberty University. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Lindsay Vertner. Okay, so Lindsay, I'd like to welcome you to She Leads Podcast, uh, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So I want to say kudos to you for being devoted to helping leaders create a life full of purpose, balance, and happiness by empowering them to practice self-care. I believe personal development is so important, yet often overlooked. So thank you for leading in the personal development space. Mm-hmm, my pleasure. You're welcome. Okay. So are you ready to talk about leadership? I am. All right. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Lindsay? Definitely. And can you tell us why you feel this way? We all have leadership abilities inside of us. And just sometimes we need a little help just kind of pulling those abilities out. We all have different areas that we're gifted in. And so once you find that area, that's where you'll find that your leadership abilities really start to soar. Okay. Thanks for that. I like that. We all have areas that we're gifted in. I totally agree there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? 
So over the years, I kind of noticed how oftentimes people would come to me with their problems or if they wanted advice or just kind of a fresh perspective on a situation. And I've always been interested in psychology. And it wasn't until after I had got my bachelor's degree that things just started falling into place for me. And I realized like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be helping people. I already love doing it. It brings me joy. I love seeing other people grow and flourish in the different areas that they were struggling with prior to speaking with me. So why not make this my actual career, my passion? So I'm very grateful that I'm able to help people in that way and that they even trust me to be able to help them um, with their struggles and everything. So that's just kind of observing my life and reflecting over my life. It basically chose me. (laughs) Yes, yes. Thank you for that. I agree with you. And I love that point right where when we sit back and reflect things that we may have overlooked while we were going through, we can see more clear in hindsight. I definitely have done that myself. So thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I get a lot of insight whenever I'm self-reflecting. Yes. Yes. So important. Okay. So in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Lindsay, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? So my code of leadership is that everybody is valuable. Like the person that only has a dollar in their pocket and maybe is sleeping on the street is just as valuable as the billionaire CEO and all in between. And so I try to treat everyone along those lines. Like you are no better than me. I am no better than you and we are equal. And I try to leave people better than how they were before they were in my presence. Because people will always remember how you made them feel and you never know when the tables will be turned. So I definitely try to live by that. Like just always bringing happiness because energy is always being exchanged between everyone, whether you want it to or not, it is. And so I always want to put out positive energy so that that positive energy can come back to me. So I really live by that to just try to bring happiness and positivity wherever I go. Okay. Thanks for that. Yes, I do agree with you that energy is contagious and so important. And it is like, why not be happy as opposed to the latter? You know, because mm-hmm. why not? Right? Like, uh, I love right? your videos. I love how, you know, you're always smiling. You're always <laughs> so bubbly. You know, you need that. Like, even at a moment when you may be feeling down, like, all you have to do, like, is look at one of your uh, quick mm-hmm. snips and you're like, you know, <laughs> I love it. So yes. Yeah. It actually takes the same amount of energy to be happy as it does to be miserable. So it's like, if I'm using the energy anyway, I might as well put it towards the positive side. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't experience negative emotions, but I just try to be self-aware and control those emotions. I'll give myself a few minutes to kind of feel what I need to feel, and then I'll get over it because you can't make logical solutions from emotional places. So I always try to remind myself that as well, but also remembering that feelings are there for a reason. But overall, I just try to keep my myself in check and, and exude that positivity and happiness whenever I can. Okay. Thanks for that. I love how you said check yourself basically and be in control, right? Because when you let mm-hmm. your emotions get the best of you, you're no longer in control or thinking logically, so to say. So that's awesome. Yes. Okay. So I believe all leaders experience failure. 
I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons, take more of an optimistic view. But Lindsay, Mm -hmm. can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? I actually agree with you on that point. So if you're successful, that means you failed 50,000 times. (laughs) Most successful people fail all the time. And again, just like you, I don't look at them as failures. I look at them as lessons. And it's like, okay, so this didn't work out. What am I to learn from this situation? And I try to find the lesson in everything and move forward. Because failures, they just teach you what not to do next time. And they build that character. Like if you think about when you're watching a movie, they spend an hour on the struggle <laughs> and, and how they're just grinding it out. And they'll spend like 20 minutes on the happy ending, right? So like your struggles and your failures, they help to build that muscle and build that character and turn you into the person that you're supposed to be. Okay, thanks for that. I've never paid attention to that. And I love what you said about the movie, right? Because it is mostly Mm -hmm. building up to something. And then the happy ending isn't as long as the drama and the structuring or whatever you want to call it, where you're going up to that place. So I um, Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Yes, There is purpose in your pain. And I say that a lot because it's up to you to find that purpose, though. There's purpose in every single pain that you have, but nobody's going to give you that purpose. You have to be willing to fight for it and figure out what that purpose is. And then once you do, it's like amazing. Okay. Thank you for that. I love that. So Lindsay, can you share one time you failed as a leader and tell us what you learned from that experience that helped you to become a better leader? Mm -hmm. I would say... The very first women's empowerment conference that I put on, it was the first year. So of course we did not sell out. And then just that weekend of like, I'm running around and I'm trying to do everything, of course, because everything has to be perfect. (laughs) I am a recovering perfectionist. Yes, Yes. I know know where my faults are. (laughs) That was one of them. So everything had to be perfect. I like want all my speakers taken care of, all my attendees taken care of. And Like, I didn't even go to sleep that whole weekend. And luckily, I had a great group of women around me supporting me and willing to kind of step up and help me there. But one of them had to check me a little bit. And she was like, Lindsay, why were you up doing this? Like, I could have came and helped you. You have to be willing to, like, say when you need help, we're happy to help you. And, you know, as leaders, we often forget sometimes that it's okay to be vulnerable because we're always helping other people. And so we feel like we can't ask for help and we try and do it alone. And we only end up kind of like hurting ourselves and hurting our self-care and potentially our mental health if we let it go too far. So, you know, I really had to thank her for that conversation and say, you know, I'm just appreciative that, you know, (laughs) they were willing to help me. And I just had to reflect on that whole moment and say, as a leader, these people look up to you and it's just, (laughs) it was so nice. (laughs) So I kind of felt like I failed in that moment, but then she helped me to realize like, it's okay. Um, We're all human and it's it's all good. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for sharing that. No, I can totally agree because I am in the recovering perfectionist group as well. And it is. Sometimes you do like you want everything to be what you think it should be. And you don't realize that you could possibly burn yourself out. I even remember uh, right before I got married, 
I stayed up the whole night. I'm printing like, what is the programs? I'm printing the program <laughs> stuff that I should have had people helping me with. You know, my cousin mm-hmm. and my family the next day, they're like, why didn't you call us? What's your problem? You know, and mm-hmm. I don't know for thinking, I don't just not want to bother people or I don't even know mm-hmm. what the, you know, thinking back, like, why didn't I just ask for help? But yeah, wanting to have control of everything and make sure it's the way I wanted it. And then it ended up not even being the way I wanted it because I was just too far, you know, gone, so to say, mm-hmm. with trying to do everything by myself. So I totally, totally, totally agree with that. And I do agree with what you said as far as it takes vulnerability, you know, to be able to let go and to be able to trust others and have faith that it'll all work out the way that you envision it. So thanks for that. I noticed that a lot of women, we often have that superwoman complex where we feel like we have to do everything for everyone. We have to say yes to everybody. We have to do all things at all times. And society even tells us like, well, if you're not soccer mom and Betty Crocker and the best friend and the best starter and everything else, <laughs> then you're horrible as a woman. <laughs> and, and we take that in. And so we feel like, oh my gosh, if I'm not making my kids lunch every day, then I'm a horrible mom. Or if I'm not able to run my business successfully, or if I'm not able to go on coffee dates with Susie every Wednesday night, then I'm a horrible person. And so we take on all these tasks and we don't realize that we're just, again, tearing ourselves down on the inside and we're suffering in silence and suffering alone because we feel like we can't ask for that help. We can't be vulnerable, only not to realize that Susie next door is feeling the same way. And so if we Mm -hmm. just open up those lines of communication and lean on one another and support one another, we will find that we're all struggling with the same issues and we could really help each other out if we're just willing to be that open door and be vulnerable and share. Yes, I totally agree. Thank you. Okay. So Lindsay, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? I would say that it is harder for different reasons. So, because women, we can grind it out. We can push it. We can do 50 tasks that might take a male, (laughs) you know, much longer just to do one. Nothing against my male counterparts. We love you. We love you. However, (laughs) whenever we go into a boardroom and we are very assertive and we know what we want, we come off as being bitchy and they're like, oh, what's wrong with her? She must be on her period. But a man can come in and do that same thing. And then he's looked at like, oh, he's a go-getter. He knows exactly Mm -hmm. what he wants. And it's the same thing, but it is perceived differently from males than it is from females emails. So we just have to struggle differently when we are in those leadership positions because sometimes people don't want to take us seriously or they negate it to our emotions. But we are actually great leaders. So many of us are becoming CEOs and founders and all kinds of millionaires, billionaires, and all those things more frequently these days because people are starting to recognize that we hold a lot of power when we are in those leadership positions, whether we're helping the community or building a business or whether we're being a leader as a parent or a friend or whatever it is for the roles that we play. Okay. Thank you for that. And I do agree with you that sometimes a woman can display the same emotions as a man, but yet it's looked at differently because traditionally, right, we were considered to only supposed to be one way where, you know, Mm -hmm. we're human, just like men are. Some men that may be more quiet or, you know, like maybe more quote unquote women-like and more women Mm -hmm. than 
quote unquote men like in this in the stigma of what the world has created that picture to look like, whereby we're all just humans, you know, and each of us have different characteristics that fit into the world differently. So why can't they all be respected in the same way? So I like that. And I agree with you about the shift in the landscape as far as how women are really showing up and stepping up and and being given that opportunity, I would say, because in the past, uh, I wouldn't, the opportunity wasn't present, right? So I think that's why mm-hmm. it happened. And see it now because it's like, hey, this wasn't the same <laughs> a few years ago. I think it's so refreshing, right, to see this change and actually be a part of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So productivity is a hot topic right now, as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Lindsay, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Yes. So I would say multitasking is a myth. Mm -hmm. When you've got 50 different things that you're trying to do at once, you actually end up not doing any of them very great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there's a difference between being busy and being productive. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure like, have you ever had that moment where at the end of the day, you're exhausted? You're like, I've been running around all day, but I don't really feel like I've achieved anything. Exactly. So What I like to do is I actually have something called a daily brain detox, and it helps you to declutter your mind while working towards your goals and prioritizing your day. So our brains get cluttered just as much as everything else. And sometimes we just have to clear our mind out. So you have that, like sit down, take 10 minutes, write down every single thing that you have to get done onto paper. And yes, we have all our electronics and everything, but it's important that you actually do the physical process of pen to paper because there's a switch that goes on in our brain. It's like it gives our brain permission to rest and stop thinking about it. So once you do that, then you identify what are the goals that you want to achieve? What are the goals that you want to achieve in your family life, in your career, in whatever it is that you are working towards and prioritize which of these are most important to me and then go through that list that you created and identify, okay, what are things that have to get done but don't necessarily work towards my goals? Like, I got to make this fitness appointment. I got to buy some chicken for dinner. And then (laughs) figure out everything else that goes towards your goals and prioritize from there. So that way you're prioritizing what's important and needs to be done today, but you're also working towards your goals at the same time. So make that list prioritize what's important and then don't do anything else until you do those things. And you'll find like if you take one thing, knock it out, take the next thing, knock it out and solely stay laser focused on those singular items, then you'll find that you'll have more time at the end of the day because you're going to get those done more efficiently than just trying to work on 50,000 things all at the same time. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Yes, I do agree. Multitasking is a myth. I used to didn't agree with this until I, you know, actually realized like you're not putting, like you said, if you're not focusing fully on one thing, then you're like, you're half, you're, you know, you're not showing up Mm -hmm. in your full self in each of those different areas whereby you may get it done, but it wouldn't be done possibly in the excellence or in the standards that you have if you were able to focus fully. And I love the busy. Busy is not productive. I was just talking about this the other day where people really mistake this. I, it's so funny. I love to watch people that. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's entertaining. I'm sorry. <laughs> A little entertaining to watch people, you know, that are just doing stuff. And it's like, 
doing, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to being productive. It's like, it's an easier way, people. Like, let's make things easier for ourselves and achieve more, right? Like, that seems like a no-brainer, mm-hmm. but oftentimes it can be overlooked. Thank you for giving us the tip and the tool of a daily brain detox, because I believe that is so much needed. And I love how you emphasize how the physical process of putting a pen to paper is so important because I am a pen to paper person and Mm -hmm. I do use my phone sometimes, but I can say that I don't think my phone is as effective when I write stuff because I often, I mean, when I use it to, well, I say write, but type something because I forget. But if I physically write something down, I won't forget. So, right. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Thank you. Okay. So Lindsay, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? I would have to say, going back to that, the very first time I held my women's empowerment conference, just watching all of the ladies, my good friends rally around me and help me to organize this thing, help me put it together, despite me not wanting to ask for help. (laughs) (laughs) just to see it all come together. And it was just a special moment for me to like see this thing that started as an idea. I actually am co-founder of that nonprofit with one of my best friends. So also just watching her grow and then seeing how the women just grow over time, the women that attend the conference, how Mm -hmm. they've grown from year to year. And because they'll come back to the next conferences, of course, just watching that and being a part of that, like it humbles me every time that like, wow, these people are really changing their lives and making a difference. And I'm just honored to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thanks for that. I do agree with you. Birthing a dream is definitely a blessing. Like that's hands down. And then like seeing people grow and step up. That is awesome to know that you played a part in that, you know, it's uh, Mm -hmm. creating a legacy. So that's great. Right. And I don't mean that like in a, in an arrogant kind of way, <laughs> but not like all, it really it yeah. me that, that people would even trust me to pour into their lives like that. And then at the same time, like they are blessing me just as much. So just watching them flourish and then watching how they begin to help other people and everything. So I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Not arrogant at all. Definitely a catalyst, right? And a catalyst for positive change. Mm-hmm. So that's like awesome. Okay. So Lindsay, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? Hmm. I would say my best advice goes back to that. You can't think of logical solutions from emotional places. Mm. So failure is going to happen. Pain is going to happen. Negativity is going to happen. We can't change that. There's a an equal and opposite reaction to every action. So what that means is, let's say you're swinging left, there is an equal and opposite swing right. If you're going up, there's a down. If you're going in, there's an out to everything. So the more that you are experiencing obstacles, struggles, negativity, just know if you keep pushing through, you are going to get that upswing and experience your positive moments and your happy moments that much stronger. And uh, the more struggles and obstacles you tend to have, the stronger your purpose is. But again, nobody's going to hand it to you. You have to go out there and you have to 
find your purpose and fight for your purpose. So anytime I'm feeling sad about whatever's going on, I just remind myself, can't think of logical solutions from emotional places. So I give myself five minutes to get it all sucked up and over it. (laughs) And then I create a plan, like how do I move forward? How do I take the purpose from my pain and use it to push me forward versus keeping me stuck in this stagnant space. Okay. Thank you for that. And I heard basically, well, from my ears, right? Emotional intelligence and how emotional intelligence is so important to help us make the right decisions and respond correctly Mm -hmm. to the different occurrences that happen in our lives. And it reminded me, I always say this to myself, right? To make myself feel better. And then I say this, well, (laughs) <laughs> I'll just stop there. Look, I, I'll say it to myself. <laughs> I say to whom much is given, much is required, right? So then, you yes. know, like, you know, when you know that you're headed for this grandiose life, then you have to know that it's going to be a lot required to get there. And you have to take the mm-hmm. good with the bad, like you said, the up with the down and everything in between and just keep pushing. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You have to think of yourself like a seed. Everything that you want to be is already inside of you. You just have to figure out how to pull it out. So think of a tree. Like when you plant a seed and grow a tree, the tree is already inside of the seed. Now, some people, they get in the dirt and they feel buried. And then other people get in the dirt and they feel planted. So it's your responsibility to go from buried to planted and then Just like when you're gardening, you have to water it. You have to sow the land. You have to make sure it gets proper sunlight and everything. You have to garden and and soil your seed (laughs) to birth out your purpose and who you're truly meant to be. Okay. I I love your analogy. You hear me? I'm I'm very much a picture. (laughs) I'm a picture kind of person, right? So to be able Mm -hmm. to see something in picture form really makes it hit home for me personally. But I love that we are all seeds. And even though I know this, to me, like actually envisioning it, like uh, that the tree is in the seed. I don't know why I never really, you know, like to actually take a moment to take that back. Like it's so much in us. You know, where we mm-hmm. might not see it initially, but like you said, if you keep watering, sewing, and intending to, you'll get to the place you're supposed to be. So thank you. No problem. All right. Yes. So Lindsay, no you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? Nice. Wonderful. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for sharing. Okay. So Lindsay, thank you again for being our guest on She Leads Podcast. Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and or ventures that they would benefit from knowing about? Okay, so my contact information is just my name, Lindsay Vertner. It's literally across everything. So my website is lindsayvertner.com. My Instagram is at Lindsay Vertner. My Facebook is Lindsay Vertner. I like to keep it consistent, right? <laughs> L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, V as in Victor, E-R-T-N-E-R. And so the conference that I kept 
referencing a few times, we're actually going to be on Saturday, November 3rd in Indianapolis, Indiana. And we welcome women from all over. We even have someone flying in from India this year. So I'm really excited about that. But I wanted to offer the listeners a $20 off discount code. So if you go to the unleashedwoman.net and put in she leads that will get you $20 off so grab all your girlfriends make it a girls weekend and come on out I'd love to meet you in person so make sure you come give me a hug I'm a hugger FYI you're bored (laughs) (laughs) yeah so use the code she leads and you would find that at www.theunleashedwoman.com Okay. Thank you, Lindsay. And thank you for offering that discount to our listeners. Ladies, please take advantage. And I will also include that in the show notes. So thank you so much. We appreciate your insight today. Thank you. I really enjoyed this interview with Lindsay, and I hope you did as well. I agree with Lindsay's stance on the importance of energy and paying attention to the energy that we put out. As Lindsay stated, energy is always being exchanged and we should be mindful to ensure we are putting positive energy out into the atmosphere. The energy we radiate affects the lives of those around us. So it is our responsibility to be aware of our energy. Both positive and negative energy creates a ripple effect. And we have the power to decide the type of energy we offer the world. A quote by John Gordon reads, positive energy is like a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it gets. The stronger it gets, the more powerful you become. I admire Lindsay's courage to be vulnerable and accept the help she needed to make her conference more successful. As Lindsay mentioned, it takes vulnerability to let things go. As women, we have to be careful of allowing everything to fall on us and utilize our resources to help ease the stresses of life. Yes, it has to get done. However, we do not have to be the individuals to do it all. Accepting help, seeking help, And releasing control over certain aspects of life and business is not always easy, yet it is essential to be more productive. Successful leaders focus on the goals and delegate the task. I can relate to Lindsay's belief that multitasking is a myth, as I feel the same. Lindsay and I both believe there's a difference between being busy and being productive. And we encourage others to be mindful of how their time is spent. Lindsay suggested a great tool we can utilize to ensure we are being productive and not just busy, which is a daily brain detox. Clearing out our mind is necessary to properly plan and execute our success strategies. Writing our plans on paper helps to make them real and increases our probability of attainment. And working on items until completion will get us to the goals we desire more efficiently. A quote by Christopher Wester reads, the quickest way to do many things is to do one thing at a time. 
Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Lindsay mentioned the importance of taking the purpose from our pain and using it to be great. As Lindsay suggested, we should think of ourselves as seeds and realize that we already have everything we need inside of us to be amazing if we allow ourselves the room needed to grow, bloom, and blossom. I will make it my business to nurture the seed within me so I can continue to reach the heights I have been created to reach because my goal is to maximize my capacity in this world. A quote by Brian Tracy reads, you have within you right now everything you need to deal with whatever the world can throw at you. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. My leadership challenge for you would be to think of the one thing that you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at one time, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at once. When I attend a training or listen to podcasts, I aim to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I challenge you to do the same. If you decide to take me up on my challenge, I would love to know about your key takeaway. If you care to share, please go to the She Leads podcast discussion group on Facebook and leave your comments under the Takeaway Thursday post for season four, episode 12. Don't forget to subscribe to She Leads podcast for first access to future episodes and also like and share this episode of She Leads podcast entitled Be a Catalyst of Positivity with Lindsay Bertner. Thanks, and until next time, be empowered and empower on.